I'm Chasey Joshua. And I'm Stephen Nipple. That's Stephen with an I. And we are the HB Wonners. But the phrase are, where is your husband? It's not a crime to know somebody. Um, Stuart, Stuart, um, Rosenfeld. Your husband is the lead suspect in a murder investigation. Episode 2, The Missing. The Missing. One thing I gotta say that certainly isn't missing from me is is, is my affection for this show and oh, this wow. cast. Uh, they say lightning doesn't strike twice, but I'd fancy a guess that whoever said that hadn't seen the first two episodes of The Undoing. We're really seeing uh, Nicole Kidman's character, Grace Fraser. Pancakes and scrambled eggs. We're really seeing her come undone. Uh, mentally, there's just, it's very chaotic inside of her brain. It's very uh, unsettling. The camera is shaking around a lot. We're seeing these close-ups of her mouth, of her eyes, really dilated pupils, and she's kind of, and there's these flashes of these memories. Yeah, hot flashes. Hot flashes, or are they fantasies uh, that she's having? It's one of those things, it's like when you go and you you get one of those uh, giant hamburgers that's too big for your mouth, and you're just, oh, 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 oh. you know, that kind of a thing where you can't even fit it in. I'm going to have to cut this up in little pieces and eat it that way instead. So you don't choke. Speaking of which, let's start right off at the beginning. Let's do Um, it. We start... Right at the beginning of the episode, kind of where we left off in the last one, Jonathan Frazier. She says, Jonathan Frazier, Jonathan Frazier, Jonathan Frazier. He says, once she's, hello, and she's, oh my God, there's a woman. And she is, she goes, oh boy, this explains everything, you know? And we're going, you know, this marriage is going to fall apart. But then a twist, a guy answers, hello, it's Jonathan, Jonathan. And her eyes, that's when we get the pupil that's, I mean... It's more pupil than eyeball. I don't know about you, but but one thing I thought would have been funny uh, for Hugh Grant to have said back onto the phone is um, when she, is is Jonathan Frazier there, and for him to say, "Frazier has left the building." <laughs> because oh, I love that. Uh, that what's that a reference for? Well, at the very end of you know the pancakes and scrambled eggs. Yes, he says. Frazier has left the building, and I, and I know those, I know those two thoughts don't really go together naturally. But it would be a subtle nod. It might be poor uh, Kelsey Grammer. I thought it was interesting in this next scene. She goes into uh, Kid Boy's room. He's sitting there doing. He's playing with his gadgets. He's a real nerd. She says, "Honey, did you did you see your father?" You know, that's a bad accent, but you know what I'm trying to do. No, yeah, it's pretty uh, good. Bad Keep going. Uh, uh, I mean, stranger thing, did you see your father? Uh, did you know that he left me? Oh, I, well, he said, oh, he, he came in this morning. She said, what? He came in this morning, kissed me goodbye. And um, and did you, did you notice that the sun had a strange thing behind him? It was a portrait of Hugh Grant in the background. And it was weird because it's like how many kids just have a photo of their dad's face in their room especially one that like lives with them unless he's been dead for years or oh my gosh it's it's not his dad it's a picture of his music teacher 
Makes a little more sense. That's right, Rosenbaum. He wouldn't have a picture of his dad, but he might have a picture of his very cool and hip music teacher. And you know Mm -hmm. what else he had pictures of was violins. What better way to pin the blame of a murder on someone else than having a music student whose dad looks eerily like yourself so you can do the old bait and switch. It's it's certainly a long con, but like you said, that's 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 pros and bomb, you know. Might True. just be crazy enough to do it. Why not? Long con but not forgotten. So Kidman is watching the news report. Mm-hmm. Eleanor dead. And listen to this, please. They said now just listen to this. Okay, I'm listening. The cause of death hasn't been confirmed, but we're told the victim was struck multiple times with a blunt instrument. Blunt instrument oh my god now i didn't catch that before and i know the term instrument can mean anything but come on in this show pretty obvious they're not one to that's not an accident a violin to the face maybe he's on this he's he's got caught the scent exactly and then of course ring-a-ding-ling-a-ding who is who's gonna call but our our favorite silliest dinance she's just Oh my God! Did you hear? It's mm. always the husband. <laughs> she said, "Always the f-ing husband." And if she says it again, doesn't she? She does later in the episode, but I put it there for emphasis. But she's at the office working nine to five. It's probably about ten o'clock when she calls. Then Kidman and and Kid Boy have a conversation. He kind of sneaks behind her in her room. And kind of and, yeah, mom. Oh God! What? You scared me. You know, yeah, Stranger Thing kind of. Uh, scares her, but then he comforts her, which I thought was really sweet. But interesting because it's sort of a, a switch. Suddenly, kind of he's he's the parent, and she's the child, and I wonder, hmm, with Jonathan gone so much, is that a dynamic that they slip into? You know, he's like, well, I got it. Someone's got to be the daddy, uh, and the daddy is stranger thing. And hey, I mean, it seems like that could be a dynamic. I don't know. Stranger things have happened. It's weird. And I don't know if it was directed by David R. Kelly to play the scene this way or if it was just bad acting. Someone's got to tell that kid, this isn't Stranger Things. This yeah. is this, this is normal things. And stop trying to make us laugh. There's nothing funny about this scenario. It's the... T- He's a, he can't help it, though. He's a natural comedic actor. That's just his natural bent, is to just go for the laugh, go for the laugh, go for the laugh, go for the laugh. I guess, I guess I'm just missing Hugh right now. Um. I understand. Speaking of Hugh, there was a telephone call that happened, and then she answers, Hello, Hugh is this? Was it Hugh? My immediate thought, when no one answered, I thought, you know who that is? Rosenbaum. I don't so. want even want to think about who else it could have been. Yeah. And and we see Nicole Kidman back in the bathroom, and she's using some sort of moisturizer, and it's no surprise she has an age today. And uh, speaking as a dermatologist, she takes very good care of her skin. They should call her Nicole Skinman. Oh, wow. Can I ask you a so, question? This is something yeah. I, I wrote down as a note, and I just, I, maybe as a dermatologist, you would know this. Why is your skin so shiny? She's a very shiny skin, very shiny that's, forehead, particularly. Uh, this is this is actually a medical term. That's just effervescence, oh. and it's 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 actually you can't quantify it in with medical science. The next day, we see Grace Frazier, pancakes and scrambled eggs. Oh yeah, taking her kiddo to school, and it's a media circus camera. They're just eating it up. Oh, they love it. They love it, and it's 
It's a spectacle. Uh, and you know, she sees she sees Sylvia Sylvia Steinitz and some of her other gals. Uh, and Shelley Duvall shows up. Shelley Duvall shows up. No lines though, which I was very disappointed about. I'm Shelley Duvall. And there's a new character called Alexis Young, and this was kind of a bit part, uh, but a moment for her to shine because she has sort of a darkly humorous line. She says, "Are you a therapist? I just wanted some advice. This is my daughter's." First school murder. Interestingly, water speech bomb is nowhere to be found in this scene. The character of Diane Porter, who gave the water speech. She's walking down the street. She gets a spam call. A trip to the Caribbean, it that says. Sounds nice. Sideways shot looking down on her. Did you see that shot? It was kind of a kind of a Hitchcock. And it's a oh. it's a treat for a cinephile like me. It's very artistic. Just ugh. Just makes me want to get up and lick the TV screen. I love great shots like wow. that. You know what happens next. She walks over to the hospital, and who does she see through the window? Oh, my good God, Lordy. Dr. Stewart. Now, I love this performance. Jason Kravitz, he's so fun. He's so fun as this character. He is. Stuart Little, I call him, because he's so of his stature. He gives he gives the performance of a man ten times his size. Please. I cannot talk. I am constrained. There are strict terms. Strict terms. Finally, we get more of Keither Sutherland, and he asks, how, he asks, how have things been going in the marriage? How have they been? It's not a trick question, Grace. She says they'd never been better. And sure, you might say, well, that's that. But speaking from personal experience, um, sometimes... When one person feels, uh, um, I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, like, when Tracy left me, I, I thought we were on the mountaintop. Turns out I was on the mountaintop. She was down in some valley swimming in a lake with some second-rate realtor. So This sounds like a great time for another episode oh, I love it. of Kidman's Corner. And now it's time for Kidman's Corner. Welcome to Kidman's Corner, your favorite Nicole Kidman-based sequence of the show. Fun fact. Hey, do you know what the first movie was that Nicole Kidman was in? I don't. Can you guess what year it was? 1973. 1983. So that's pretty close. She played the character of Helen in a show called, a movie called Bush Christmas. Bush Christmas. Yes, it's not what it sounds like. George W. You're wondering, Bush Christmas, what's that about? I'll tell you. In the Australian outback, a family struggles to keep its farm from foreclosure. Their only hope is that their horse, Prince, will win money in a New Year's race. But when Prince is stolen, the children embark on a dangerous and exciting adventure to get him back. And that's the one that launched Nick's career. And I think, wow, it's sometimes it's nice to know where people came from and to know that she came from such humble, humble beginnings. This has been Kidman's Corner. Well, uh, Chasey, thank you for that. Um, I'm definitely going to look Stephen. I'm going to look that up on uh, whatever streaming platform it's on. It's got to be out there. I'm, I'm thinking Prime. Ooh, bonus episode. Two cops show up. Now these two guys... <laughs> They take her down to the station in a paddy wagon, and they get in her in a room with two security oh, cameras. Yeah. And what's cool is this is a film thing, but what's cool about it is that, you know, they often hide cameras, film cameras, in plain sight 
pretending for them to be security cameras and it's kind of like oh yeah it's really cool it's like two birds with one stone it kind of saves time it's like when director mel gibson dresses up to pretend to be one of the actors in his movies you know it saves time and we all know that time is money well that's good to know yeah i mean there's a lot to say about this scene obviously i don't want to tiptoe around the massive bombshell that is dropped the Rosenbaum shell, I think we can aptly call it. Do you want to tell them, or should I? I've, we'll I do. S- we'll oh, we'll say at the same time. It's, it's, it's kind of three. One, One two, two, three. three. Hugh Grant three had months before he had an affair with Elena and sometime. disciplinary action, and, and, and they said, "Sorry, three strikes and you're out." Dead for years because of maybe sexual and assault. We don't honestly, know. We, we don't and know then they, also and, inappropriate touching. Hug Grant, they call him at the hospital. Hug Grant, yeah. yeah. My husband is a warm man. Maybe he gave someone a hug. Maybe he put his arm on on someone. Exactly. He's not. He's not an asshole doctor that's going to come in and tell you your kids just died of cancer. That's that's a line of hers. We're going to play that line right now. My husband's a warm, warm man. He's not some asshole who walks into a room and pronounces that your child is going to die and then walks out the door. It's powerful. Please, I, someone hand her some gold statue. Doesn't have to be an Oscar, but... Yeah, even a Saturn Award. Now listen, they drop a lot of things here, and I don't know if you caught it when in, our, in our joint explanation, but the person that Hugh Grant was hugging was Eleanor Alvarez. Eleanor and you're like, Alves. And you're like, what? My head was spinning, and then just all that information, and the cop starts dropping all these f bombs, and it makes yeah. me it makes me uncomfortable. He swore a lot, and she says, "Either read me my Miranda rights, or tell yeah. me I'm free to go." They've got no Miranda rights on her. But I did want to mention, uh, they this is the scene where they mention that Stuart Little's name is is Doc Doctor Rosenfeld, another Rosen. Yeah, it's a but it's a Rosen by any other name. Certainly Rosen to the challenge. Stop and smell the Rosens. Rosen, Arizona. Are you hiding your husband? That was a line that got me. He's very, uh, he's he's out to get her. The uh, Officer Ramirez, is that who it is? Am I making yeah. that up? Is that his no. name? Uh, that might I'm going to look him up. I'm going to look him up. Hold I think on. you're thinking of the actor's name. Probably not. Let's see. Beep, 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 beep. Joe Mendoza. Excuse Joe Mendoza. Me. So Joe Mendoza, Detective Joe Mendoza, played by Mr. Ramirez, he just seems very hostile towards her. Yeah. You know, it's not, but there's a hostility between the two characters. Yeah. Almost a hatred, but a hatred bordering on some kind of sexual... Yeah, exactly. I think they're going to f***. That's my That's hot take. An, That's my hot take. What do you my, think about yeah. that? That's an interesting prediction. I... I kind I of true. I subconsciously, I think I was thinking the exact same thing. They are gonna, f- but I didn't want it. I'm shoving it down because I'm still, still hoping that that Hugh Grant comes back and is exonerated and he gets to live with his family because he deserves it. Gosh, wow. he didn't well, do it. You don't think he did it? No, 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 no. If anything, this Mendoza is more suspicious to me than any other character, and I don't like the way he talks to her. Okay, well, you're entitled to your opinion. I am going to go on record as saying I think you're totally wrong. She calls Kiefer Sufferland, and the boy, he doesn't know, he doesn't know what's going on, 
And old Sufferlin, boy, he sure knows how to act old and tired. Uh, it's been more <laughs> one than... wonders. One wonders if he's really even acting at this point. Well, does he even know I, where he is? I think he knows what he's doing. He's I know so it's been a, old. It's been a few years since Hunger Games, but as an actor, he's he's as hungry as ever. And she goes home to her house, and she looks through all of Grant's things, just everything, just emptying the drawers, ransacking, finds a scarf yeah. and some perfume. Mm-hmm. And I at first I thought. Is this Hugh's theatrical disguise for his alter ego, Rosenbaum? Mm-hmm. But then, no, it turns out to be the perfume that she also smelled on Eleanor in the elevator. And yep. suddenly the pieces are coming together. Suddenly we get that flash. She gets that sense memory of oh, that She forbidden... got a flash. Yeah, she got that sense, of, sense memory of that forbidden kiss in the elevator. And that brought a lot of things back to her. Maybe awoken some things inside of her that she had put to sleep. And she's thinking, what happened that night? She walks to school with Stranger Things. Uh-huh. And she says, your dad knew the victim. And he says, it's not a crime to know somebody. And it's, it's true. true. It's not a crime to know someone. I actually I have a cousin who actually knows Taylor Hicks, which is pretty cool because it's definitely not a crime. What is a crime is that we don't hear any of his music anymore. We don't hear anything from him, nothing since his 2009 album, The Distance. He was crowned idol, and it's like, I don't know, it's like after a while, that doesn't mean anything, and that doesn't seem fair because, you know, Simon Cowell, where is your support? And you can take a break from the Susan Boyle love fest and show up for the man who made you millions. That's true. Simon Coward. Oh. Well, I agree with you on that because you think... Okay, what has happened to the Taylor Hicks in our life? What has happened to the Fantasia Baronas of our lives? What has happened to the Ruben Studdards? What's happened to the Sanjayas? I'm aching for some clay over here. There's so many stars of American Idol that have, have become fallen stars, and they're, they're, they're sharp stars that Brian, yeah. they're stars that shine so bright have suddenly faded in the night sky and can't see them anymore. Certainly not with our own naked eyes. It's not fair. It's not fair. And that's interesting because it's not fair, which makes me think of this scene at the school and how the principal comes up to her and she says, "Uh, Grace Frazier, I think it would be best if you had someone else uh, bring your kid to school. And she said, excuse me? excuse me is what yeah. you know she said this is my this is my son she says you can't you can't tell me i can't be here pick up my child i'm the one that reared and reared him and yes. don't tell me what i can't and can't do don't tell me what i can't do you know that kind yes of. and he said sorry you get out of here and it was such a you what you saw the blow to her yeah, ego. It's a real blow job to her ego and to her son and no wonder she doesn't want to be around anymore because they're all staring at her. She's lost all of her friends. Yeah. Where's Shelley Duvall? Where's Water She's been speech? ostracized. She's been ostracized. Australianized. Australianized. She's like an... Uh, yeah. Next scene, they're, they're dishing at the diner, her and Sylvia Steinitz. That's right. And here's another shocking news flash. Bombshell. Sylvia Steinitz... Still, I, it's such a. It's try to say it three times fast. One, two, three, go. Sylvia Steiner. Sylvia Steiner. St- st- you can't. Do, no one can say it. It's a real lead leather, uh, red leather, blue leather, purple leather. Tongue tied. Come a feather, kind of a birds of a feather situation. But she reveals to Nicole Kidman 
Um, guess what? I knew about it. Your husband and his love affair. She asked me to represent him as a lawyer. And I can't of course, Nicole was so shocked. Yeah. I feel like she didn't say it, but in her eyes she said, I'm so betrayed. And her, her lawyer says that it was told to her that the charges had been dropped, but they hadn't been dropped. And the, hus- the hospital... <laughs> The, yes. the hospital let it let her husband go privately, and she says, you got to... She does, is- and she also says, she makes it very clear, though, Jonathan insisted he was innocent. He insisted he was innocent. Exactly. I think she's having an affair with Jonathan as well. That's my hot take. Well... Did you see that coming? I think Sylvia's being steinitzed by Jonathan Frazier. Yeah. And it's their little secret. They have their own non-disclosure agreement exactly. that they've signed, sealed, and delivered. I think you're right. He's I think hers. You're, oh, yep. I was just I just thought of something, and this is really out of out of the left blue. But you know, I love this. Adam. I think you're going to like this because it's something. It's a quote that Hugh Grant character, Jonathan's um, uh, Fraser, said in the first episode, and I loved it. And I thought I'm going to write that down. I'm going to make that on a poster. And I just want to read this over you. Please. Okay. I'm going to do it in his voice because I think it will be more effective. Yeah. Because you'll probably be able to almost hear it. It is never a good idea to take measure of ourselves through the eyes of the joyless. I love it. Sorry, when did I'm you say that? Make it a poster of it. I don't, in the first episode. I'll say it again. Hello. It is never a good idea to take measure of ourselves through the eyes of the joyless. I mean, if that's just not, ugh. Yeah. Wonderful. Yeah, maybe we could just even play the clip of that. Okay. It is never a good idea to take measure of ourselves through the eyes of the joyless. Who does the better Hugh Jackman accent? Exactly. Hugh Jackson. Australian. Moving along, she meets Hunger Things at a museum, and he's looking at this giant painting. And yeah. and we hear the name of a new character, Andy Fitzgerald, his lawyer. And Kis- nope. Kidman said. Hey, Haley Fitzgerald. I'm pretty sure it's Andy. I think it's Haley Fitzgerald. What do you think about that? I agree to disagree on this one, and yeah. I know. It's your funeral. Kidman says, no. But I have a feeling we're going to meet this Andy Fitzgerald Haley. down the road. So... Let's keep an eye on that one. One thing I did think was interesting about this scene and kind of appropriate was the fact that the Donald Sutherland character, uh, his scene was in the museum. Yes. Because uh, he is so old. He's it's basically an artifact. Oh, no, it wasn't. That's not why I'm sure he, was he in felt there. at home in there. It, it, the reason they uh, had him in the museum is because they wanted to make an artistic choice. Now, the police are ransacking her place. They ask yeah. for, where's his phone? She like gets crawling all over the place. She and this a lot of drawers being emptied in this series, yeah. uh, and she gives it to them. She says, "Here's his phone." What does she give to them? She gives them uh, Jonathan, Jonathan's phone. Oh, and okay. She, and yeah. she says, yeah. "And look, I'm noticing, and maybe you notice this too. We get this shot from her point of view." Back of the detective. It's a very unusual shot, something you would see in a movie when someone is kind of hiding behind something, like a disguise, Mm -hmm. and then suddenly I'm thinking, I wonder if this was Sufferland's plan. He said, you got to get out. 
talk to Andy Fitzgerald. You got to get out of here. Maybe this isn't actually Nicole Kidman, but someone wearing her face as, as a disguise. Perhaps this is Andy Fitzgerald, and oh. Andy's spelled with an I. Andy is a female. And is this where Tilda Swinton comes in, the Swinton factor, shapeshifter that she is? Is this Hugh Grant coming back to see if the coast is clear? I don't know. Something about that shot, though. I hadn't considered that, but I'm writing that down as we speak because that's such an interesting perspective. And, and so, think about, think about, think about when you were mentioning earlier that she uh-huh. had this glisten about her. She did have a glisten. Something about, and we know, where's the show set? In New York. In New York. And that's a theatrical town. That's true. Full of Makeup people artists. costumes. No, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm done on that. I love that idea because my, I was feeling nervous breakdown. I was feeling PTSD. I was feeling panic attack. Um, and the baby, it was Hugh Grant's baby all along. Turns out, remember oh, no. the one that was... I do remember the one that was... And turns out Eleanor's boyfriend or husband or significant brother, whatever he is, it's, insists he is not the father and wants a, pater- a paternity test. And it insists that he is uh, actually her husband now. So we have is confirmation. So? Yeah, we have confirmation. Well, husband, not brother. I'm gonna um, write, let me write that down because I feel like I've been having a hard time remembering yeah. that. But the beach, but the but we go to the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, she finally takes her advice. She says, "We're going, baby. We're going to the beach." Yeah. Um, on the beach, she's staring out at the ocean, that yeah, body exactly. of water, and then we get that camera, that shaky cam shot, Ooh. coming up from behind her, and it's a bit spooky. Yeah, it is. And again, who is it? It's Stranger Thing. Damien playing a trick on her, yep. and uh, she kind of ah, and she yep. says, "You scared me." Uh, that's kind of her go-to line these days you frighten me he said, mom what's the deal and then he yeah. says kind of with his hood up he's kind of got that angst he said i want to go home i hate it here she says watch your mouth she yeah, says exactly and i'm just like buddy turn around and look at the ocean take in the beautiful view yeah. and stop complaining just classic rich kid yeah it is and it's disappointing so then she's sitting there he goes and she goes thank god that he'd never leave and then kind of out of the corner of her eye, she goes, did I see something? Did yeah. I? Was there something there? And then it goes, nope. You know, is it Hugh Grant? Because she, she sees something out in the distance, a, sil- a silhouette. And is, she says, is it Hugh Grant? Is it Rosenfeld? Is it both is of it them? Is it Rosenbaum? You know, and she goes back inside and she starts to do some deep cleaning. I love a good freak out scene, a good pull all the drawers it's good acting. Our thing. It is. And the throwing and going, uh, uh, and just wailing and throwing herself about. And uh, I was, I thought that must, be, that must be so much fun to film. I wish I could play a person having a nervous breakdown in a movie because she seemed like she was having such a good time and yeah. it must have been so cathartic for her. And then she's just laying in the fetal position on the bed, just, uh, 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 uh. and guess who comes in to comfort her, kind of as the parent again, stranger thing. Ugh. So then she goes to bed, right? Yeah. And she kind of wakes up. It's the middle of the night. And she's just kind of like, someone's here. And she's thinking she, to herself, she's going, 
this house is ours, this house is ours, this house is ours. That leads to the big scene. And there hasn't been a bigger scene she's yet. She's sitting on the porch. It's almost dawn, and guess Hugh shows up. Hugh is it? Hugh Grant. Oh and gosh. it's nice to have him back. It's nice to know that he didn't do it, too. He says, it wasn't me, and I believe him. Despite, I know he yeah. told other lies, and it's not like I don't think he could have. It's 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 that I see what the filmmakers are doing. David O. Russell and his writers, what they've done is this brilliant sleight of hand. It's like, here we are over here looking at Hugh Grant, this yeah. shiny object, while they've been quietly seeding Rosenbaum this whole time. And of course it's not Hugh Grant. It's only the second episode, but I'll tell you what, seeing him come back kind of mm-hmm. undercover in this kind of like Clouseau character it was good to laugh again because we've had so much drama in this episode. Yeah. And I, I was, you gotta be kidding. You gotta be kidding me. And here he comes. And it was, I was ready to relieve that tension. I loved it. Yeah, I'm with you. I couldn't stop laughing once he came. I was like, I finally, know. a little bit of comedy. And just his delivery of all his lines, he's going, don't scream. And then he says, I didn't do it. I didn't kill her. And then she's going, you know, how dare you, you bastard. Yeah. And he, he's trying to he's trying to kind of it's it's comical how bad he is trying to, you know, trying to ingratiate himself with her, saying, you know, she became obsessed. He said, you know, yeah. it, I, he said it was about it was about encroachment, he said. I love that word encroachment. I'd like to know he, what it means. Yeah, I didn't look it up, but I I love saying encroachment. But as hilarious as the scene was, there was a really powerful dramatical moment that happened. And uh, he's he's trying to say, you know, baby, believe me, it's not my fault. I didn't do it. And she's, she looks at him, tears in her eyes, and she says, I'm going to quote it here. She says, I broke for you. And she said, and we made love, Jonathan. And we made love. And I just... She got me. As much as you love the Hugh Jackman, the actor, he's playing a Hugh Jackass. I mean, I'm back in team. I'm back with Team Grace and because you know. Yeah, it's not mutually exclusive though. I mean, I think we can we can love both of them. Equally. I guess we I can have our grace and eat it, Hugh, as they say. Uh, <laughs> you gotta be kidding me! You gotta be kidding me! Oh, uh, okay. She, so she, he's hugging Stranger Thing, and then we hear, you know, cops. It's me, Grace. Come arrest my husband. That's pretty much verbatim what she says. Predictions. I think. I think next episode we're gonna be going back to the city. I think we're gonna meet this Andy Fitzgerald. Other than yeah. that, anything could happen at this point. But I'm all in for the ride. I've got my, I got my hands up in the air, and I'm saying a prayer. I'm so looking forward to seeing uh, the Shelley Duvall character again. Mm. Hello. I'm hoping for less Donald Sutherland. I'm hoping he might be. I'm hoping he might be killed off next. Or Stranger Thing. And I really just want to know what the heck's going on. Chasey, thanks for your time. And, That's Stephen. Um, it was all. It's always a pleasure, Stephen. And we will see you next time on HB Thank you for listening. Please subscribe, leave a review, and tell your friends. And we'll see you next time on the HB Wonders. A little dream.